My guest today is Griffin McElroy here to discuss his review of Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I'm Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. McElroy, this me. You're gonna have to help me on this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am. I usually come up with a comprehensive list of questions for my uh, interview subject. In sure. this case, I have leaned on the people uh, to to uh, uh, do that heavy lifting for me. I see you've slid a piece of paper uh, across the table to me. Written on the piece of paper is Vulpix, and then a question mark. <laughs> And that's my only question. That that's I your only question is Vulpix? Vulpix? And, uh, no. No. Okay, Griffin, what is Pokemon Omega Rufy? <laughs> Whoops. That ain't it. That ain't it. What is Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire? Uh, Poke- Pokemon Aurus. We can call it that because what a title, right? Wow. I I, th- I thought they were swinging for the fences with Heart Gold and Soul Silver, uh, but no, they done they done did it again, didn't they? Yeah. And and harder, better, faster, and stronger. Pokemon Auras uh, is a 3DS remake of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, uh, which came out on the Game Boy Advance in I want to say 2003 or 2004. 2003. 2003, uh, the year of our Lord AD. Uh, it is. Uh, the third sort of major remake that uh, that that the Game Freak has done uh, in this series, the the first being uh, Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, which are remakes of the first generation of Pokemon on Game Boy Advance, uh, and then Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which came out on the DS, which were remakes of the second generation of Pokemon games. Uh, those those had the Poke Walker. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know if you mm, ever got mm, down on the Poke mm, Walker. Mm, 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 mm. I was a big fan of that. Um, they they've basically given uh, the Pokemon X and Y treatment to those Game Boy Advance games, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Um, it, it has the same sort of visual overhaul that Pokemon X and Y brought to the table. It has a lot of the same uh, uh, features that those games had. It has a lot of the same. Um, surprisingly robust online functionality that those games had. Uh, at, at the risk of sounding pedantic, aren't all? I mean, when you aren't all re- Pokemon games remakes? Remakes, yes. Thank you, yes. Thank you for saving me the <laughs> indignity of having to say that out loud. But yeah, I mean, aren't they all remakes of Pokemon Red and Blue? <laughs> uh, to to varying degrees. I mean, I, it's the. I don't think that there is a franchise in gaming right now that is that iterates as um, slowly as Pokemon does, um, because even the even the games that have it's weird because I don't think there's also another franchise that can get away scot free with just sort of updating its mechanics and but still like following the same exact like critical path and plot structure literally the same thing for for the past what like 16 years um because even pokemon x and y which came out last year uh and was probably my favorite pokemon game since the original generation and their respective remakes um 
it added a lot of stuff, right? It added like that incredible online functionality, it added um, some really smart ways of tackling the game's uh, super obscure uh, methods of, of training. Um, it, it was a really terrific game, but you're still collecting eight gym badges. You're still going after the Elite Four. You're still like thwarting the attempts of a team. There wasn't like a whole lot of, of variation there. I, so I think like uh, the big changes in Pokemon are almost always the the mechanics of the game, um, and th- those have changed very like drastically. Like it is a completely different beast than it was back in the Red and Blue days, um, because a lot of the ideas that were sort of introduced back then of you know type matching um, and and all that stuff have become like much 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 more complex. Uh, as as new Pokemon and new types and new like hybrid types and new uh, moves were introduced, it's it is a, a much deeper, I would say, strategic experience than it once was. All right, Griffin. Uh, rather than try to come up with something intelligent to ask on my own, I'm just gonna. You you played Pokemon X and Y, right? Yeah, ish. I mean, okay. like a little bit. All right. Ish. And then I was like, wait a minute, I've played this. Uh, uh, so let's get to the people, and I'm gonna just kind of read these verbatim. Hopefully, they're not secretly asking something profane uh, okay. using coded Pokemon language. But here we go. <laughs> First question is from Tyler. Uh, we I I should note we got several questions about post game content, which Griffin says he's not allowed to talk about. Is that correct? Yeah, not until launch day. I mean, there is so they have they announced. Uh, there's uh, a, an extra sort of story chapter to the game called the Delta episode, uh, which I t- actually talked about a little bit in the review. Um, it's neat. I mean, it's it's cool. It's some of the, actually the best story stuff in the game. But I mean, you have to beat the game before you get to it. Um, and, and there's some there's some other you know there's some other stuff. Sort of. It's I would I would compare it more to uh, Pokemon X and Y's post game content. It's not like you unlock like another continent to go explore. Um, but but there is some stuff there. So here's our first actual question. What was your favorite Pokemon to pet in Pokemon the Touchems minigame? Pokemon the Touchems minigame. I mean, I mean the obvious answer is the more humanoid Pokemon, right? Because it's like when you're t- when you're touching a Machop, it's, you're just touching a guy. You know what I mean? Like you're just petting a man at that point. When you're when you're petting a Hitmonchan. <laughs> You're just touching their biceps lovingly, and they like it. Like they're not like, I don't know. They're not like they don't make it weird. They don't make it weird. They're not punching at you, saying, "Hey, hey, buddy, what are you doing? I'm just trying to have a drink after work." Um, You're just you're just touching a man. Um, No, that stuff is still in, uh, still still in the game. Uh, A question from Tyler. Yeah, that is sort of. Uh, not directly related to this, but want you to weigh in, I guess. Do you feel review scores should be looked at as comparative rankings or are the scores a part of the job you don't like and wish were not socially obligated to, quote, pull out of your ass? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, right? Because I imagine that question is especially relevant here. In it is, case. it is. Because, because like, how do you score a game like Pokemon? It's hard. I, I mean, I don't score it is the easy answer. Well, sure, right. That's something our, uh, a team of editors agree on. But still, here's here's the problem. Let me. It's it is a it's a thought experiment more than anything, right? Because Pokemon X and Y came out last year, added all this amazing shit, right? It, some it is the the boldest 
most uh, innovative Pokemon game probably ever since since the original, right? It, it added the most stuff that any Pokemon game I think ever has. I really had a great time with that game um, and was very pleased by how after like over a decade, it finally started taking a, a big, brave approach to iteration, right? And then Pokemon Auras comes out um, and it has all of the same features that Pokemon X and Y had in it. It had, you know, the same sort of visual uh, polish, a few new things to, like, sort of make the world feel a little bit more alive, like, you know, Pokemon bird, Pokemon flying overhead, um, little touches like that. A few other additions that, like, aren't so amazing, um, but still has all of the content, still has all of the features that Pokemon X and Y had in it that I really liked. What do you do there? You know what I mean? Like it's 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 it's. Do you approach it from well? This has all the same stuff that Pokemon X and Y had in it. I mean, it doesn't exactly. I can get back to that later. But um, it it has you know the online functionality and all these extra modes that Pokemon X and Y had in it. Uh, and I gave that game a nine point five. So like, if it has all the same stuff, then it's got to be better than a nine point five, right? Well, at the same time, like, it's also not doing anything really new. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it, it is not this bold innovation. It sort of feels like an expansion pack to Pokemon X and Y, where it has a lot of the same features. It has the same sort of look and feel, only it's in this new, you know, sort of setting with new, you know, with, with different characters. It's like, I, I don't know, for me, the experience of playing something new and, and fresh and exciting is the more important thing than, you know, just looking at an arbitrary list of features and saying, like, you know, going down the checklist saying, like, well, this has the player search system, too. This has Pokemon Touchems, too. Then, obviously, it's going to, you know, my scale is going to go from 9.5 to 10. Like, that's crazy town. There, there, there's, there's no way that we should evaluate stuff like that, I don't think. I have a question here from Eddie. Who well, says, can, I, can I get back to one, one other thing? Yes. Also... Uh, I, I mentioned this in the review, but I think that the sort of story and uh, uh, critical path of Pokemon Omega Red and Alpha Sapphire is like among the series worst. Uh, I, 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 it's just like it gets to be kind of a slog there um, for a while. You're you almost never know what you're doing like two steps ahead of time. Like everything you do in the game is somebody runs up to you and is like, "Hey." go deliver this letter to this neighboring town and then you do it. And then once you do that, the person you give the letter to is like, cool. Now I need you to go to this other town. Mm -hmm. And then you do that. And then, you know, the bad team is standing in your way and then you have to go in this building and, and beat their leader. And then they're going to get out of the way. It's like, it's this very like step by step by step approach. Like you never have like an overarching sort of, motive for anything that you're doing and i know that the pokemon games have never been especially good at that but i don't know i think i think this one is is especially not great at making you feel like you have any reason to be doing any of this at all and now here's a question from eddie experience share was a divisive part of x and y but one many fans and critics love does it return in this game and if so do you feel it's the proper way forward for the series um yes and no, um, I, I certainly appreciate not having to grind. That was always the most painful experience of Pokemon games was... Um, Besides playing them. 
Come on. Come on. Um, you run out of trainers at some point in, in a lot of the earlier games. Uh, Pokemon X and Y actually refreshes some of the trainers after you beat them and return to the areas where they are, uh, which is very helpful. But you, you, you would run out of trainers, right? And then in order to take on the Elite Four, who are typically like extremely high level, very, very difficult to beat, you would have to just like run around and grind on Victory Road. And the fact that I'm saying all this shit and it literally applies to every Pokemon game... <laughs> like ever made is kind of crazy um except for pokemon snap except for pokemon snap pokemon mystery dungeon thank you justin and Um, pokemon blood on the sand that one's debatable canon not canon um the experience share came in in pokemon x and y basically made it that every pokemon in your party that didn't battle still got a half share of the experience um which ultimately like i forget what the math is but it means like you get like three and a half times the amount of experience that you normally would for beating any individual pokemon um and it does make it a lot easier to keep all of your team leveled up without having to worry about you know switching them into battle taking a couple hits and then switching them out which is really annoying and a very laborious way of like boosting your characters at the same time i was almost 10 to 15 levels above every trainer i fought throughout the course of the game um until i until i got to the end there like the last i don't know the back half of the game is actually a a little bit more difficult and then by the time i got to the elite four i was close to on on par with them um but it was never like especially challenging uh and i i think the experience share has like a lot to do with that so it makes game a little easier it makes it easier i mean it's good but i mean i'm also sick at pokemon you also have six skills. All right, I, but I think I have so many questions. Oh Jesus! Okay, Dylan says, "What are your thoughts on the lack of transparency regarding information about Oris? Outside of the new megas and plot details, Game Freak hasn't really spelled anything out for the public. Questions like how will X and Y mega stones go into Oris, and is there a battle frontier, are being spun in a million different ways on social media, and it rings to me <coughs> as off. That seems to me, as an outside observer, is like there ain't a lot of. I mean, there's just not a lot of new stuff, guys. Like it's. Not, a, yeah, I it's, mean, and they, they have, there's, it's a Pokemon game, so there's not a whole lot of surprise anyway. You gotta let them save something, right? I haven't tried transferring stuff over to X and Y, so I don't know about the Mega Evolution Stones. Um, but, I mean, there are new Mega Evolutions and new Stones to find in, in the game. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, 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 it's a major video game developer, so, like, I don't know how much transparency you can expect there, but I, I think, actually, Justin's probably more on point in that it's, it's I mean, it's a, it's a fine game, but it really is a lot of more of the same. So uh, I, I think that's probably the biggest contributing factor. Tom asks, uh, says, your review makes it sound like I can easily enjoy Oris as a quasi-sequel to X and Y without having any nostalgia towards Ruby Sapphire. Would you say this is accurate? I never played Ruby Sapphire back in the day. Yeah, sure. I, I, Ru- Ruby and, lost. Yeah, Ruby and Sapphire aren't my favorite of of the games. I I don't harbor like a lot of nostalgia for them. When I when I say that like they make me feel nostalgic, it's more like the the I don't know the world sort of feels more like the the classic Pokemon games did, which is to say they're like really disjointed. I really liked Pokemon X and Y because it had this sort of um, cohesive feel like the the world had this very cohesive feel that the older games didn't have because the older games were basically like now you're in fire town um and that's why did we move here i hate it (laughs) i hate fire town that stuff is to be like this richard that stuff is silly but um i don't know it's it's i like it i've I've missed it a bit 
Brian says, for several years now, Pokemon games are released on an annual schedule. But I rarely hear this brought up as much as I do for other games like Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed. Do you think the frequency of Pokemon releases has undermined innovation in the series? I don't... I mean, I don't know if it's... it's frequency as much as it's just like I, I i'll be frank with you i have no goddamn idea why they aren't experimenting at all with this franchise and when they do it's it's always like these spin-off you know off off brand things which are typically not super great so i don't know maybe it's maybe there's a reason they for got it, it right once and they just want to keep Going to the well, right? It's I think they have this fear that like if they if you don't go for the eight gym badges and you don't go for the elite four, it's not a Pokemon game. Like to them, that is what a Pokemon game is. Um, when really, like I don't know, I did a um, I did a piece earlier this year, a feature on uh, uh, hacked Pokemon ROMs, where people basically made their own homebrewed Pokemon games, and a lot of the stuff that they were doing was actually really bizarre and really clever, like a a zombie apocalypse Pokemon game. Uh, and, and stuff like that. And obviously, like, Nintendo would never do anything like that. But, I mean, it is interesting to see these, this, this basic functionality of catching and training and, and these deep role-playing game systems being used in some other format other than the same shit that we've been doing for 16 years. Because at the end of the day, in every Pokemon game since those original ones, the story and the, the critical path of these games is almost always the worst part. And it's it's crazy because it seems like the thing that would be easiest to address. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I have no idea. It's be it's beyond the pale. Uh, Jonathan asked, "Did you play either Pokemon Soul Silver or Heart Gold? And if so, how do those remakes compare to these?" I'm a broken, a deeply broken person who loved the Poke Walker. Mm-hmm. I just loved it to death. I wore it all the time, and I walked all over, and I transferred so many Pokemon over from that Pokewalker over to to my copy of Heart Gold. Um, and so I harbor a very special place in my heart uh, for for that game. And so I'm. I mean, I like that one better. But again, is because it had a little Pokewalker. So. Uh, David says, if I put down Pokemon X after 20 hours because of lack of interest, is this new installment worth another shot? No. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, 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 uh, I thought that Pokemon X was like the most exciting, Pokemon X and Y were the most exciting sort of new installments in this franchise that like I, I couldn't put down. I actually started playing it again, like almost as soon as I finished beating it because I wanted to have a more leisurely stroll through it and try and maybe catch them all and like i haven't i haven't been that on fire for pokemon in a long long time uh and if that didn't do it for you then then this game definitely isn't because i mean a lot of the core mechanics are almost exactly the same as x and y and the 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 story and path through the game is worse so i i would definitely say no to that um uh, i have some questions here from ty i'm just gonna read a couple what team did you use through most of the game oh uh, I had a, oh God, I, I, I had the Marsh Stomp, my water starter, evolved him up. Uh, Is he had the a, starter you picked? <clears throat> yeah, I went with water, uh, because okay. I played through, I played Omega Ruby and, uh, I figured I'd be fighting a lot of fire types and guess what I did? Um, had him, I had a shift tree grass type, uh, had a, uh, a Glalie, which I transferred over from the demo. It's a nice type. Um, would recommend doing that. It's a pretty strong guy. Had a Gallade fighting psychic type. Had a... Uh, I can't anymore. That's plenty of types. Um, 
Uh, that's fine. That's it, the, uh, that's plenty. Le- let's leave some suspense. Let's leave something for the after show, uh, uh, which you can find on the web. We do after show. <laughs> quality control after show. Well, we don't do that. Are there any new abilities, moves, or mega evolutions that you suspect will drastically change the competitive game? I don't know, man. I, I will say that uh, a lot has been made of primal reversion. Like, in the last game, Mega Evolution was the new thing, which was this idea of being able to evolve Pokemon who are already at their max evolution in battle to make them a little bit stronger. And, like, it was interesting, and it did add some some strategic consideration to the game. And now there's this new thing called Primal Reversion, which they've been talking about, which is basically just, like, Mega Evolution that you do at the beginning of a fight and only two Pokemon in the whole game can do it. So, like, as far as new features goes, that one's pretty dumb. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's it's not a bullet point, like, at all. Um, so I, ha- I have an amazing question here from, uh, I believe, Neum. That's the way to pronounce his name. Did they finally fix Dragonite how she looks sleek and badass as befits the grace and beauty of Dratini and Dragonair? Or does she look as disappointing as she did when I first saw her evolve from Dragonair in red and cried and switched off my Game Boy, losing at least an hour of progress just because I didn't want to be sidled with that failure of dragon design? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I saw a Dragonite the whole time I played the game, but um, I feel I feel your pain, man. It's a goofy looking thing. Can you get those super shiny Charmanders this time? That's from Eddie. Super shiny Charmanders. I don't know. Like don't they're know what what, like means. they're like they're wet. Apparently. They're- All right. James asked Griffin, "Would you say your Rattata is different from the regular Rattata, and is it in the top percentage of Rattatas?" Uh, <laughs> I'm starting to think that maybe these I questions. Just, I think they're just trolling us. This last question comes from James, who says doesn't have a gas leak. Does Sorry, have... let me try, let me let me let me try that again. Yeah, you didn't the prop... understand the question because give I didn't it read it properly. Yeah, does it have a gas leak? Uh, again, I didn't see a gas leak. Say it again. Gas <laughs> Griffin McElroy, thank you so much for joining me here on the show. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks to you for listening uh, and soldiering on through there. Uh, I know it got really boring, what with all the talk about Pokemon, but I'm really proud of you for making it to the end. Uh, if you got questions for us about an upcoming game, email qualitycontrol at polygon.com, and, uh, and maybe we'll, we'll read about it. I know we'll have one for Far Cry 4 coming up, and I'm not sure what else. Uh, I'm reviewing Smash Wii U. Yeah. And I don't know if I you want a WWE review in the pipe, probably. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in that. So uh, you can email questions about those games to qualitycontrolpolygon.com. Uh, if you get a second, if you could go leave us a review or rating and a subscription on iTunes, that really helps us out a lot. Maybe uh, tell a friend to listen to the show. Tweet about it with a link to it. Um, all that stuff is is really grand. Uh, uh, and until the next time, we have a game to talk about. For Griffin McElroy, I'm Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Catch 'em, catch 'em, gotta catch 'em all. Gotta catch 'em all. Do you want to do the whole Pokemon rap? Nidoran, Gasly's Jiggly Guy, Charman, Squirt Boy. Squirt Boy's one of them, right? <laughs>